Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. In a Wednesday, Dece- I almost said November. Oy vey. December 7th, 18 days until Christmas, episode edition of The Elephants in the Room. Whoa. Whoa. I hope you're all starting to get your presents. I hope, yeah, I hope everyone's order. starting to get their act together. <laughs> I haven't, but I hope you all have. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a weekend of ordering stuff and putting stuff together, doing some shopping and whatnot. Well, we, we went out a little a little bit today. We, we're, we're slowly, we have our outside decorated. Yes. Outside is decorated. We got all the inflatables up, all the lights, all the wreaths, yep. feeling good about it. The and the Santa, Santa hats on the, Santa the hats. on the pairs. And uh, tonight we should finish up indoor. Yeah, we had to go get another string of lights. Mm-hmm. So ours died a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. There's there's like one strand up there that died halfway through. It's fine because I don't really like that strand because the strand itself is white, and mm-hmm. I don't like how it just really stands out awkwardly. So that's got to go anyway. It's that whiteness, that, you know, just that awkward whiteness that stands out in the crowd. <laughs> you just know, awkward. the whiteness. The whiteness. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's the issue. That's the issue. You know, I think, I think the biggest challenge we're going to have today on this show is figuring out the food topic we're going to talk about. It's never a problem. I will find it for you. Yeah, yeah well, that's what we're going to task you with because I've been striking out all day because... We jumped the gun on the TGI Friday's mozzarella news. You know, that's been the, the, the big food story over the past couple of days, but we were so early to it. We were so engaged. Yeah. Well, see, Max wants something very topical, and I just always have something that we can talk about. So don't worry. Don't worry your little head. We'll have something. Let your heart not be troubled. Yeah. Well, let's let our hearts get troubled. Because we got to talk about what happened last night in Georgia. The uh, I think what had been assumed, yeah, the assumed outcome happened, which was uh, uh, Raphael Warnock, Reverend Raphael Warnock, Reverend of the Eviction Church, the church where they uh, they evict their um, their flock if they don't pay their rent in the uh, church housing. Nevertheless, uh, defeated uh, Herschel Walker last night in the Georgia runoff, Senate runoff, and that's that. I'm not. I mean, not a surprise. It was a bad candidate. No, I mean that's. And here's the most damning statistic: is Herschel Walker was the only Republican who did not win statewide in Georgia. Bad candidate. Bad candidate. 
just a bad candidate, a bad candidate, someone who should have never been um, encouraged to run in the first place. Um, and leaving endorsements and all that stuff, and we'll touch upon that in a little bit here. Yes, in America, we all kind of think that our politicians are a joke and our senators are a joke and our congresspeople are losers and idiots who couldn't do any other job so that they ended up being congressmen and senators and idiots who don't do anything. And we go through this vicious cycle because our politicians, for the most part, are people who kind of tend, tend to try to get in office and then screw everyone and try to make a buck. Um, but we also want there to be we also want the show we want there to be you know a veneer of seriousness at least surrounding our senators and congress people we want there to be behavior that is becoming of a senator yes that's yeah that is that is proper and we fall down on that and i'm not going to say that herschel walker did things in his personal life that no senator has ever done because god I mean, just look through American history. I mean, you don't even need to look through ancient American history. You can just look through recent American history and see senators who have done horrible things. Um, and uh, from, you know, Senator Kennedy killing a woman to, um, you know, we had, um, you know, David Vitter uh, soliciting prostitution. I don't think killing a woman is on the same vein as what Herschel did. No. He's more of a Bill Clinton. He just sticks it in everything, apparently. Well, I pay for the abortions. Force the abortions. You know, domestic violence. There's domestic violence. There's domestic violence. And so, I, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's one of those things where he did enough. There was enough in his history. There are enough things that he admitted to. He would make his stump speeches and, you know, he would even say, like, you know, like, I'm not the most intelligent guy out there. Well, like, let's not highlight that. Yeah. Right? There's a way to be folksy without letting people know that, you know, you're probably not you know, keyed into, you know, every policy, because this is, you're electing someone for a six-year term. They have to vote on behalf of the state. You know, like I said, I mean, there's, we know you're going to go there to make a buck. We know you're going to go there to pull one on over your constituents. But at least pretend, you know, at least try to play the part. And Herschel really never, he never really tried to play the part, Right, which gets into this idea of this, you know, the outsider candidate. You know, we love the outsider. We love someone from outside the system coming in. They're going to disrupt the system. They're not beholden to anyone in the system, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, that's great. It's great when it works. It's great when it works. A lot of the time it doesn't work, frankly. A lot of the time it doesn't work. A lot of the time it does take someone who's got a little bit of experience in the system to win a statewide race for the United States Senate. Generally speaking, there aren't a lot of senators who just come out of nowhere. Right? They're, they're typically people who are, you know, and, and, and look, I mean, it's Herschel Walker. He's a celebrity. Everyone in Georgia knows him. Yada, yada, yada. yada, yada but I yada. said, there's just, there, there needs to be more than just the celebrity element to it. There needs to be more than the I'm well known. There needs to be more than I'm the outsider. There just has to be. And that was what the Trump 2016 campaign did so well, which was it was it was using his celebrity, 
is well known to attract attention, to highlight problems that he wanted to fix. And it was a very issue-oriented campaign, right? You know, it was very much like, I am going to clean up this mess. The border is a mess. I'm going to clean it up. We're not respected around the world. I'm going to clean it up. You know, our infrastructure is crumbling. I'm going to clean it up. That was, it was an issues-driven campaign that harnessed in anger of people who wanted an outsider because they felt that they were no longer being listened to by the insiders. And there's a competency in the Trump brand that does not exist in the Walker brand. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and so it's, it's one of those, it's one of these things where we just, it was a perfect situation, a perfect storm of a celebrity candidate who was not qualified to be running for this office or hold the office combined with a celebrity endorser who holds a massive amount of sway among a large portion of the Republican electorate. And boom, we got someone as our nominee in Georgia who underperformed everyone else in the state by a wide margin or every other Republican in the state by a wide margin. That is just a fact of what happened. Um, I think the postmortem for this is very, very simple. I mean, Georgia is very similar. What happened in the Georgia Senate race is very similar to what happened in the Pennsylvania Senate race. You took someone who lived from out of state, right? Herschel Walker lives in Dallas, doesn't live in Georgia. Dr. Oz lives in New Jersey, doesn't live in Pennsylvania. Used their celebrity profile. They played to the biggest celebrity endorser in the party won the endorsement that they needed to win the primary, and then proceeded to essentially do nothing to all of that wasn't enough to overcome the negatives that were already existed for these candidates. You know, putting the Trump endorsement aside, there were enough negatives that Oz and Walker had to where you could objectively look at them through, you know, filter out the Trump endorsement and go, you know, never mind that they're playing to the, you know, we were our goal is to overturn the election crowd. They were just not good candidates, flat out, for the places that they ran. They just weren't the people who were supposed to be run. And... You know, look, I mean, the postmortem, I think, is very simple. It's very simple. We need a new head of the RNC. McDaniel's got to go. She's never won an election cycle. 28 election cycle, lost. Lost, 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 lost across the board. Don't even try to give her any sort of credit for what Glenn Youngkin did in Virginia. That's complete nonsense. Don't even go there. Um, you know, that's just that's just the, the fact of the matter is that a lot of these uh, national organizations need to be retooled a little bit. There needs to be a little bit of a better emphasis on, you know, look, the other thing is, is that it's hard to it's hard to attract good candidates to the Senate to be a senator when our best candidates are governors. Our best politicians on the Republican side are governor. And why would you give up being an executive when you're going to be one of 100 sit on, you know, and sit on your butt and Twitter your thumbs all day? Yeah. A lot of people don't want to do that. We ran into that in New Hampshire. Sunu didn't want to be a senator. Sunu would have smoked Hassan. Smoked her. Absolutely would have smoked Hassan. Hmm. Not a chance Hassan would have won. 
But why would he give up being the executive? Same with Georgia. Kemp, Brian Kemp, great governor. Instituted solid election laws. Republicans won across the board, except for the Senate. Why would he want to be run for Senate when he can be king of Georgia? This is true. You know, you don't want to. In Arizona, Ducey, same thing. What tried to tried to recruit him for Senate. Tried to recruit him for Senate. Mm. Couldn't get him to. Well, he would have been a formidable candidate. If you've already won statewide, that makes you a formidable candidate, no matter your party. I guess he was popular. I don't know. He kind of falls under the like blah category for me. Like do people, but I guess Mark Kelly's blah. So it would have been blah versus blah. Blah versus generic Republican versus generic Democrat. Yeah, that's true. But that's but that's kind of that's that's where we are right now as um, as a party. It's um, you know we're going into twenty twenty four with uh, with a lot of with a lot of unknowns. With a lot of unknowns, um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. Um, the only twenty twenty four news is that the Trump organization, not not Donald Trump, not Donald Trump's family, the Trump organization, is gonna be forced to pay one point six million dollars in fines because of tax evasion. Uh oh. I think Whoopi Goldberg hit the uh, hit the nail on the head here when she mocks the fines. She goes, "I could pay that fine." See, and that's how big of a deal this is. It's a nothing burger. Just a nothing burger. Everyone saw this headline. Oh, Trump Organization. Seven, guilty on 17 counts. Tax evasion. Tax fraud. Whatever they wanted to call it. It's going to cost them a whopping $1.6 million. That's how serious it was. Which is, means to say it wasn't serious at all. And for those of you who weren't following the story, basically what it was is... It was If Donald Trump's companies weren't trying to pay as little in taxes as possible, that basically ruins the Trump brand, right? <laughs> if Donald Trump isn't trying to minimize his tax bill at every turn, that kind of kills the brand. So for me, when I look at this, I go, oh, good. You know, they were doing things like, um, you know, they were paying off kids uh, uh, a private school tuition and not reporting it as a benefit for employees and things like that. <laughs> You know, paying paying rent and stuff, and not reporting it as compensation. Oh, I mean, really, small potatoes stuff. I mean, the kind of stuff that makes you go, "Well, you knew you couldn't do that. Now we have to fine you for it." But hey, look, took him a real long time to get caught. Probably only got caught because he was president of the United States. Honestly, why else would anyone look into it? It's $1.6 million. That's nothing. It's absolutely nothing, as Whoopi Goldberg said. Um, so that's the real truth of the Trump organization. Remember, it's not Trump himself. It's the Trump organization. Um, uh, this was the whole, this was supposed to be the big shebang that the New York Attorney General brought against him. And uh, $1.6 million. That's too good. That's too good. Um um move, moving on um just want to get some quick hits of news before we come up with whatever food thing that Katie came up with Ooh. um 
I think one of when we talk about 2024, a lot of it's going to be viewed through the lens of our side wanting a fighter, right? That's what attracts people to attracted people to Trump in 2016. It continues to attract people to Trump. They want someone. He's he's built up the image that he's the fighter. Yeah, he's the fighter, right? And um, you know, he's kickstarted in a way a fight. That, uh, a, that, let me rephrase that. He was the first candidate on our side, I think, to be kind of open about I'm going to use the government to sort of enforce what I think should happen. Mm. Um, Especially when it comes to companies, like if I don't, if you're not doing something that I don't like, I'm not going to cut you any favors. Like I'm just going to go out of my way to screw you, kind of thing. Um, and you know that's how you act in the business world, and that's kind of that's you know the attitude that he brought. Like if you, you know, he Donald Trump sees two, the world in two groups of people: people who say nice things about him and people who hate him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know, and so like if you do something that he doesn't agree with, he sees that as you hating him and therefore he's going to use whatever power he has to go after you. Um and so, you know, and that's something that this new brand of conservatism or I should say the not this new brand of conservatism, but this sort of activist conservatism in government showed up in the uh fight that DeSantis had with Disney. Oh, you don't like this bill that passed overwhelmingly? That's overwhelmingly popular in my state. Well, guess what? I'm pulling all of your special tax, uh, all of your special tax, you know, uh, uh, incentives. Incentives. Goodbye. See ya. You know, that's that's the that new thing. That's the fight back. Like, oh, oh, okay, you're gonna be a thorn in my side. Well, I'm gonna make things a lot worse for you. Okay. Or or you can or you can stay out of this stuff. And not try to put your thumb on the scale because you're company. Okay, you're not a person. Sorry, Mitt Romney. Corporations aren't people. Anyways, for some of you that may not know, Kroger and Albertsons are trying to merge two supermarket chains. Oh, really? Kroger and Albertsons. And Democrats aren't happy about this. Consolidation, higher food prices, right? There's less competition, more food prices. It's one of the few times where. Often. Kroger's and Albertsons in the same area? Aren't they like different regions? I think they mostly are different regions. So But so but that's what they're saying, like now you're gonna have you're gonna have less of this. Or you're going to be able to leverage economies of scale mm-hmm. and have cheaper goods. Well there's definitely different ways of looking at this. But anyways, I'm telling <laughs> you the Democrat side yeah, because yeah. the Democrats are going, Hey, look, we're against this. We want this investigated. We're gonna do what we can to stop it. Naturally. So where where would Kroger and Albertsons turn? Well, you turn to the Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. The Repu- we're the party of big business. We're got to be on the side of Kroger and Albertsons. Um, not so fast, my friend. So here's the problem. So Kroger has a long history of pushing diversity and inclusion training on its employees, and it fired employees earlier this year, employees that refused to wear uh, gay pride Kroger gear they didn't want to wear the the rainbow aprons so uh so they uh they fired the people who uh who wouldn't want to wear it and this became a whole big thing and kroger had to you know apologize obviously and you know because you can't do that 
and um, and so uh, Senator Cotton, they're they were saying you know that so there was a hearing yesterday at the Senate and. Uh, the Kroger and Albertsons people were, were arguing behalf of this and, you know, trying to get the Republicans on their side. And Tom Cotton said, you know, I've cautioned them for years that if you silence conservatives and center-right voters, if they discriminate them and their company, they probably shouldn't come and ask Republican senators to carry the water for them whenever our Democrat friends want to regulate them and block their mergers, Cotton said. I'll say this. I'm sorry that's happening to you. Best of luck. <laughs> 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 Cotton also referenced Kroger's attempts to stop employees using the word sir and ma'am with an allyship guide in an effort to be more gender inclusive. Do you really expect the 72-year-old employees in rural areas of Arkansas to stop using words like sir and ma'am, Cotton asked? Yeah. So um, basically, uh, this is the new era that we are entering. This is the era of Republicans going, hmm, so all of this, and, and we're, we're, we're starting to see this. There's a, a rule that Biden's, whatever, came out with. It's a very small rule. around, And you may have saw it. It's Biden's going after your 401k. Biden's not going after your 401k, right? What Biden's doing is forcing you to pay more attention to your 401k. That's what Joe Biden's doing. Because what Joe Biden's doing is relaxing the regulations on uh, he's relaxing the regulations on what 401k managers are allowed to invest in. So before it had to be purely, 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 purely performance-based, purely. Now they're relaxing it to saying, well, you know, you can invest in other things if you believe that that investment leads to a, you know, a greater societal good. So maybe not a tangible financial return, but, you know, a societal return. So he's just making sure that liberals have no safety net because they're, what, going to invest in climate change? That's the, And the sun is going to pay them back? So it's going to invest in all of these, what they call the ESG, the environmental, social, whatever, um, companies. And uh, by the way, what are the best performing stocks this year? I don't know. Traditional energy companies. Yeah. And by the and so and so, if you had a four hundred one k account, a four hundred one k that wasn't investing in these energy stocks, you were behind your peers who did. Mm. So all of this is doing is just is is just saying, hey, look, people, pay attention to your four hundred one ks in the in the funds that your money is being invested in. Because maybe the smart thing to do would not be to invest in that 401k. Take 10% on your own, open up your own IRA. That might be the play that you want to get. You know, do the minimum 401k to get your company matched, because why not get the match? But then maybe you want to control your investments on your own. That's what the Biden 401k rule is, folks. It's nothing more than a call to personal responsibility. Because remember what the overall goal is for the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party wants to have as many people dependent on the government as possible. People who have their own private retirement accounts and aren't reliant on the government for their retirement aren't people who can be controlled by the government anymore. But if you have to rely on the government for everything in your old age because your 401k went up in smoke, poof, because invested in a whole bunch of harebrained climate change nonsense then yeah, you are going to be voting for the Democrat Party because they're the one that's going to be telling, well, I'm going to put more government cheese on your table, seniors. 
I'm going to increase your Social Security seniors because that's the only thing you got. Because, sorry, the, our 401k plan didn't work out the way we intended it to, but we've got this backup plan. It's called Dependence on the Government. You're welcome. <laughs> and just remember that when you're looking through this stuff. Uh, gosh. Where do we want to get to next? The American Girl doll? Yes. Let's do it. Um, You're going to have to explain it to me because anytime I try to open any articles from that website, it crashes the computer. So... They have too many ads. Who's responsible for that? I don't know. The American Daily Mail. The American Girl. I was on Fox. I got Fox News. Oh, okay. I can open that link, I think. Mm. We'll see. Okay, so. The American Girl doll brand is facing backlash over a book targeted at prepubescent girls that promotes gender transition seemingly without parental consent. The book, titled A Smart Girl's Guide, Body Image, is marketed to girls ages 3 to 12 and encourages children to talk with a doctor if they are questioning their gender identity. Parts of your body may make you feel uncomfortable and you may want to change the way you look. That's totally okay, one excerpt of the book reads. You can appreciate your body forever to experience and still want to change certain things about it. While gender expression is what you show on the outside, gender identity is how you feel on the inside. Oh, my God. A girl, a boy, or someone who doesn't quite fit into either category. The book continues, someone whose gender is different than the sex they were assigned at birth is transgender. No. No. Do you remember this in the American... Do you remember a transsexual... Do you remember a tranny, tranny girl? No. No, I do not. Remember one where you can take off different bits? <laughs> <laughs> no. Choose your own adventure. Do you remember that? Do you remember that American Girl doll? It's very sad that it has come to this. Would it surprise you to know the author of this book also authored a book that wants to tur- turn children into climate change activists? No, it would not. Love the Earth. By the way, in case you're wondering what this author looks like, she looks exactly what you would expect her to look like. Let your let your let your let your mind run wild because she fits that description. <laughs> in case you're wondering, you know, smell her through the computer. But anyways, every girl. First of all. See, this is what I find funny about this stuff. Every girl needs to learn to live comfortably in her own skin, and this book will show the way. I'm sorry, what's a girl? It's a girl. Her, her, what's a her? What's her? See, they use this gender language, and then they go, oh, by the way, you know, you can be whatever you want. Being transgender is not an illness or something to be ashamed of. Er, wrong. It is an illness it's called gender illness. dysmorphia. It's exactly what it is. It is. It is an illness. <sighs> Being transgender isn't a medical transition. Yes, it is. It's a process of learning to love yourself for who you are. Well, clearly not, because you have to change everything about yourself. 
clearly don't love everything about you if you have to go and mutilate your body with all sorts of different surgeries and start taking all sorts of different pills to to suppress this hormone development or try to jack up this hormone development try to do this or that to your body all sorts of weird experiments as you're as you're an adolescent 13 14 15 years old yep how many times have we said on this show jokingly that when, when the person that you are at 16 is the person you're going to be for the rest of your life, so just buckle up because it doesn't get any better. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that's a joke. It's a joke because everyone who's older than 16 years old knows that you're going to be a different person in three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, and that's going to continue for the rest of your flipping life, okay? We're constantly evolving as human beings. Something that you liked last year might not be the same thing that you like this year. Your favorite hobby from five years ago might be something that repulses you today. You do not know that. You do not know that. And that is why it is so dangerous what they're doing to children these days. They're putting these incredibly complex ideas in their brains that are not able to handle complex ideas and are trying to force permanent, permanent changes on them. At an age where they can't even drive. Mm-hmm. They can get a credit card. They can't pay for any of this on their own. What 12, 13, 14 year old can go out there and pay for puberty blockers on their own? Not a lot. Preach. All right, now that you're all good and riled up, are we going to food or do you have one more thing to cover? I mean, do we, we, do we, do we even really want to, do we even really want me to continue going on right now here? No, we can move to food. Let's just move to food. I got, you know, I've got some other stuff, you know, 18 year old mayor. Okay. So yeah, are we moving to food? You move to food. Okay. So you asked me to find food. So the Today Show today has an article on celebrity chefs sharing their 52 best Christmas and holiday cookie recipes. 52? It's, it's by each state. So don't Google this. What type of cookie do you think Arizona has? I don't know if it's contest or they just ask the Arizona person. What kind of cookie we have? Well, something cactus. Prickly pear. Prickly pear something. Savannah's Christmas Snickerdoodle cookies. Snickerdoodle. I would have picked that for New Hampshire. All right. Well, let's. Why don't you guess New Hampshire while I look it up? I would guess yes, like a Snickerdoodle or a Whoopie Pie or something like that. Campfire cookies with marshmallow and graham crackers. Okay, that is that is that's. Shall we guess California? Kale. <laughs> Kale. Lemon white chocolate chip cookies. That actually sounds pretty good. I love white chocolate chips. They're just sugar. There's Let's no chocolate see. in them. Let's try Virginia. Oh, it's peanut be butter, peanut and jelly thumbprint cookies. Those sound good. Those that, sound good. that sounds pretty good. Let's try New York. We're just using all the places we've ever lived. Um, apple pie. I can't read that word. Hamatachin. Hamatachin. You know, they what does always, that say? They always got to do something weird. Hamantashen. You know, it's always stupid. You know what? <laughs> Screw New York. They always got to do something weird. They always pick some whack job from Brooklyn. He's got to go, oh, what? You've never heard of this? Your grandma never made it? Yeah, your grandma never made it for you either, pal. Okay? She went into the freezer and pulled out an ice cream cake. Okay, well, what do you think Massachusetts is? Kale. <laughs> Fluffer. Come on. Fluffernutter cookies? How did you not guess that? Oh, After I... our conversation on fluffernutters. Fluffernutters. 
All right. Any other state you're interested in? Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Well, give me something like. Nevada is casino chip chocolate chip cookies. Give me something like stereotypically like Midwest. Like what do you think would have Ohio. like the best recipe? Like Ohio or Nebraska? Nebraska's got to have like an awesome cookie. Ohio's got to have an Ohio awesome cookie. Ohio is Christina Tosi's chocolate peanut butter diamonds. Yeah, those look pretty fancy. I got to say. Um, let's, Illinois is right below it. Uh, sweet, ugh, sweet and salty popcorn what? mix cookies. Someone, put, someone just put cheddar cheese popcorn on a cookie. That's disgusting. <laughs> what kind of gutter palates are there in Illinois? Ah, uh. yuck. Minnesota peppermint hot chocolate. Yeah, cookies. see now that's what I'm talking about. That, now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. You can't go to these coastal Wait, states for desserts. Let's look up Mississippi. <laughs> chocolate bourbon pecan tassies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. See, you got it. See, this is the real America. Okay. Let's see Alabama. <laughs> Alabama Lane cake cookie sandwiches. See, it's not just a cookie; it's also a cake as well. Let's let's try another. Did you say uh, cookie? Oregon candied hazelnut chocolate chunk cookies. Why would you ruin a chocolate chunk cookie with hazelnut? No, you don't like hazelnut. Honestly, I don't mind that's hazelnut. a disgrace. Let's let's go to Washington. Oops, it would help if I spelled it right. See, this is frontier. Um, oh, Washington like, D.C. is included Washington, in this. Washington D.C.'s. Garbage, Rock sure. Creek Park cookies with cherries and chocolate. Ugh. That's fine. No. Washington State, apple cider cookies. Oh. Washington, apples. Nice apples. <laughs> okay, I think we hit, um, well, what do you think Texas is? I feel like. Well, it's got to be the biggest thing that they can find. Texas pecan candy. That's yeah. a letdown. Yeah. That's a letdown. Do oh, what about Colorado. I'm just going to end up doing all of them. Colorado Pikes Peak Snowdrop Cookies. Well, they got to be cooked at altitude. Okay, well, we'll share in the show notes a link to this article in case you want to see the rest of the states or you didn't mention your state. Go for it. I believe that each one has the recipe. So if you're feeling super inspired, you can also make them. Well, I got to look through the book that we got today at the thrift. At Goodwill. Yes, today we got Christmas in Arizona cookbook. <laughs> See, this is the kind of gems you're missing out on by not going to the thrift store, folks. So highly recommend drop in your local thrift store and go to the book section. I'm I mean, go to every section. I'm 99% but. sure this was self-published, and that's not an actual UPC code on the back of the book. That just might be a picture of a UPC code. It says Golden West Cookbooks. I just miss it. Here's Grandma's Gingerbread. Calls for margarine, so you know it's... Margarine? <laughs> oh, my God. Butter or margarine. Oh. Um, we. Golly, Miss I'm gonna do one tangent before Hand we go. It over to me. Okay, we're. I'm gonna do one tangent before we go. go on so at work, we do board games once a month, and one of the games we play as a team is uh, basically Pictionary, where, but you do it online. So it gives one person a word, and they have to draw it, and the other people have to type out what the word is. So somebody got margarine. And I was like, I'm pretty sure half the people on my team don't even know what that is because that is like an 80s thing and half of my team no well, a lot of my team is younger than me <laughs> all you of my team mar- is younger you than me margarine? yeah we yeah. i grew up with margarine yeah yeah you we used, used margarine used instead margarine. of butter yeah yeah what happened to margarine I, i'm pretty sure they told us it was bad for us so everybody went back to butter margarine like i'm pretty sure i think it's all trans fats right i'm pretty sure margarine came into vogue because it was like i don't know better and then they debunked that and then everybody went back to butter 
what does what do the interwebs say it's made from plant oils which is healthier real butter margarine margarine often tops butter butter when it comes to heart health i don't know why everyone moved away from it then there must have been there must have been something something that happened with it something happened i don't know all right folks we will see you on friday well, you won't see us once again. You, I have Listen, to say this every time. Every time I go. say it, you're not going to see us. You're going to hear us. Just let it go. Let okay. it go. Okay. We'll, okay. You'll hear us on Friday. You will. The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>